And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Elsa Dillon, international fashion photographer and videographer shooting celebrities, magazines, and advertising. She, her husband, and their eight children have been in and still are in contact with multidimensional beings, which we're going to learn about today. Elsa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, Elsa, tell us how did you come into contact with these beings in the first place? Probably the the, the wake-up was um, back in 2012 and uh, our uh, electrical meter box blew up and we did research on the box and um, we learned about EMF and angels and ETs that night. And then we realised that two children that were sleeping in that room, um, they were getting quite ill for about six months and we realised that they had uh, poisoning and from the meter box. So we, we felt like someone was helping us and that was, that was the night I learned about electricity electricity how ghosts ets and these are things that i i knew about and i knew that there were more of us with all those stars up there but it wasn't really a topic that we addressed and from that point on it was it just it was like it was an explosion that triggered it do you believe that your children had been getting ongoing exposure to EMF and then perhaps these other beings blew up the box in order to protect them? Uh, well, leading up to the electric box, uh, we went through the financial crisis in 08 and mm-hmm. shifted up to Byron Bay, so we're in this small farmhouse. And in this small farm house, we kept having electrical shortages and I kept getting electrocuted, <laughs> not once but multiple times. Me, especially in the whole family, was electrocuted, but our, our son, our eldest daughter and son were getting quite disfigured from the EMF. Like their one daughter had her face so swollen and her eyes shut closed and it was starting to cause brain damage. So we kept asking the universe for help because no one could tell us what it was. There were no towers up then, so no one knew about AMF. We thought of many, no doctors could help. They just thought that there was something wrong with our kids and that was it, but they couldn't tell us. Hmm. It was the two that slept on the wall where the meter box was. When you say EMF, does that stand for electromagnetic field? Correct. Okay. So our kids were the ones that were sleeping on that wall were becoming a charge at night. So when you go to sleep, instead of your body healing, they became an electrical charge. So their bodies didn't heal. As soon as we learned about EMF, we moved away that night. The next day we moved our children away from the wall and they instantly started healing. They started remembering. they stopped grinding their teeth. The swelling on the face went down. Um, the screaming stopped. So it was quite a huge thing for our family. It was quite a gift because um, seeing your children deteriorate mm-hmm. like that, <laughs> especially moving from the city to the country, we thought we would get healthier. So Right. Thought you were yeah. going to get healthier, yeah. And I can totally understand. I mean, when your children are ill or have a problem, it's, you know, I think the parents may suffer worse than the children. It's heartbreaking, especially when no one can help you and the meter box blowing up. We had all these electrical men come out in the middle of the night. Out, in, out We're out in the middle of nowhere, so it's pitch black. And the head of electricity 
I said to him, how far away is his meter box from his house? And he looked at me and he winked at me and he said, I, my meter box is 30 metres from my house and I wouldn't have it any other way. And he winked at me and um, I remember him shaking my hand and saying uh, thank you to me and he said, you know, your family, to have this repair done out here on a farm on a rainy night, you, you must have angels or ETs looking after you. And then he winked at me again and I was, I was like, what? <laughs> so then we stayed up and looked up ETs and angels. I was going to ask that because you said that night you discovered ETs and angels. Mm-hmm. Is that because of what he said or did you actually see them or experience them in another way? It was acknowledgement. So we we were like, oh, so energy is traveling through electricity. Energy travels through water. Then that the next few days uh we we didn't have, so we haven't seen ETs yet at this stage but we have seen ghosts all through our life especially me I would see ghosts in mirrors so I was very very concerned about mirrors I would never look in mirrors um wow. <laughs> only because I would see other realms I would see other people communicating with me and it was very if you don't understand it it can be very scary <laughs> But that night we realised that they were helping us. They they really did help us. So then a few weeks later um, I was in the mirror, looking in the mirror, doing my hair, and I had this voice come through me and, and ask me why I had black hair and a fringe. Now I'm a blonde and I've got long hair like my little girl's. And I said, why do I have black hair and a fringe? And then instantly I remembered my father, who is Egyptian, who was born in Egypt. He had a bust of Nefertiti and instantly I was flashed up Nefertiti. And I was, it was the only artifact that he had kept from Egypt, which was strange. And I kept saying, so what, what does this mean? What does this mean? Anyway, from that point on, the, the download started, so I started connecting with that family. Now, back then I thought Nefertiti and Cleopatra, I really didn't know anything about either of them. Mm-hmm. It, I only knew what they were from Hollywood uh, movies, you know, as a kid. Right. So I started looking up Nef and she kept communicating through songs to me. She wouldn't kind of stop. Once the mirror thing happened, it was like, it didn't stop. It kept going, it kept going, it kept going. Then they started showing me um, communicating with um, the other family members in her realm and showing me examples in our realm. So something would happen in our realm and then in history it would come up with new evidence that it had changed. It was very, I, I didn't understand I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't even understand if I was communicating with her or I was going crazy. Um, but now I, when I first started meeting her, I was an orb in her realm or a ghost. That's how I would come through in her realm. So it took her time to accept me as well. Hmm. Yeah. Now, when you say you were going to her realm, is that in the past or is she currently existing somewhere else? This is an interesting question because uh, it was one that I had to deal with a lot because I was worried that um, they, in history they didn't have a great outcome, their family. So if our family are repeating that, then does that mean our family uh, have going to have the same outcome. So that put a lot of stress on me with the family. So I would not speak about it because I thought if I spoke about it, then it would happen. But then they started um, explaining to me that they're alive, they're as alive as we are today. But in my 3D brain, 
and what I understand about time, that doesn't make sense. So that took a lot of um, encouragement and examples and other things to evolve for me to understand that. So then the ETs start <laughs> appearing, the the crafts start appearing. Um, I start uh, scrying people. So I'll be talking to someone and I can see their inner child come out and I'll be talking to an inner child of that person while I'm talking to them. Um, I've had people's transplants talk to me. So a lady in the UK has had her eye transplant and I can channel the transplant of her eye. Um, I've had ghosts communicate with us, ancient ones. Um, I have reincarnation with pets and animals around the world, not just our own. And it's not just me doing it, it's the whole family. And it was like they had to um, start showing us all the different types of ways that frequencies or beings present to fully understand the other realm as well. So I've got the other realm going on with the family and then I've got all the other experiences happening from, you know, dragons and fairies. Then we've got the the real-life things happening, the 3D events. So we'll be calling in animals and they will appear. So um, the biggest one was whales. We call in whales and whales turn up like um it's quite impressive and I, I always say so there's no time so time's collapsed in for us yet we're still here to to be here to show examples of that we're still normal people where we we don't stand up on hills on one leg and stand there for hours you know it's not like that we we still have to do our day-to-day things in in our family but the occurrences are happening all the time Mm. all the time and it can be it can be something from the fey world it can be something from another realm it can be connections through other people or it could be an experience from ET, or it could be military. We've had a lot of military things happen as well. But we're safe and we're okay and our kids are doing the same thing. They're, they're okay, they're safe. But I, 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 have, I, I know in our hearts that uh, because we are speaking from truth and we're speaking from compassion and kindness, that we're in a really safe place. We're always looked after. Can you explain a little deeper the connection between your family and Nefertiti's family? Like, are you relatives? I ask them this question a lot. So am I you? But it's no. Um, She has been with me on my hypnosis with Mary where we went back up into a huge craft experience where I was gone for 10 years and she she was there with me. So the way I describe Neff and uh, Mary's assisted with this is that so I have an oversoul, so every family member in our family has an oversoul, as I believe everyone does, and I'm incarnated here. And she's incarnated there. So I don't believe that we're the same, but I, I don't have the words to explain what that connection is. But And all our children, I check all the time, have they incarnated again? And they've only incarnated once here on earth and it was that time. So the oversouls have called us back in to come back down here again to present our family. Are you saying then that your entire family lived in Egypt at that same time as Nefertiti did and then your family as a 
an entire family unit has returned together at this point in time? I believe that we, our oversoul has called, our oversouls have been called in to uh, reunite here and ground in this energy again, yes. Mm. It's not just me that communicates with that realm, it's the other family members Mm -hmm. as well. Could you call the oversoul the higher self? Would you think those are synonymous? It's hard with with all the labeling. Um, but yeah, I think it is the closest thing. The over the, the oversoul to me is it's an oversoul having experiences in many different realms. That's that's how I feel. Do you think that you and Nefertiti are from the same oversoul, like twin flames? If I ignore it or denial it, <laughs> deny it, um, I, I have physical illness, so I we are definitely connected somehow. Um, it's it's just too much to not. It, the the connections and it's hard to people can we call it three Ding it you you can rationalize everything but when it happens to you on a daily it's 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 bizarre it is bizarre and right. I've I almost feel that it's meant to be so bizarre to make other people realize how bizarre things really are in a good way. Have you seen physical crafts up in the sky or landing near your farm? And have you seen actual ETs in our 3D realm as, you know, physical beings? Uh, In 20, I think it's 15 or 17, I get 2017, I had my biggest craft experience so I was in the paddock with the horses and I I loved walking outside at night and Richard didn't like me doing it but I I would love going out to the paddocks and I was in the middle of the horse herd and I, I noticed the horses start to get restless like there was an intruder or a predator and then they stopped which is good because they're calm, but they're all protecting me. So they're all the horses are all around me. And I, watching them, they started sniffing and looking up. So I looked up and I could see the whole sky turn to a mirror, a black mirror. Then there was blue veins running through the mirror, like electric shocks or veins. And then I didn't remember anything. So after that experience, uh, I told my husband, because I don't actually even remember getting inside, so I told Richard about it. But we had seen a lot of craft where we live before, like lots of smaller things, not as big as that. For about three, four, five months, I started to, my, my husband and my family would stop talking to me. They said I was like I was possessed. I was very different. And they... They said that it's like you're not Elsa anymore. They even stopped calling me mum. Mm. They just stopped talking to me, the whole family. They did not resonate with me at all. Anyway, um, Richard was very concerned because it wasn't getting any better. It was actually getting worse. And he said, "Go and have let's go and have kinesiology and see what's going on. Now, we haven't triggered about this ET experience, but the kinesiologist went through everything. And then she said, I'm going to try one more thing. And she asked if it was an outer world or experience and instantly it took us to that date and the the lady started trembling (laughs) and she was like in a a state of electric shock. She had to leave the room because it it was confronting for her. But I, I came in the car after the kinesiology session and I told my husband, and he and I were so relieved because I wasn't possessed. <laughs> it was the ET experience. So that was in 2017. So in between 2017 and meeting Mary Rodwell, I had many being experiences with ghosts, with dragons, with military, 
many, many, many presents to the children as well. Uh, our youngest daughter, she was probably uh, seven or eight. They, they draw the beings once they've seen them because they can't explain their features, some of them. So they would draw the beings and then they would tell me what their messages were, why they had visited, if they needed help. So <laughs> I just started jotting down all the information and dating everything. We then started hearing that they were going to use possibly ETs as manipulation for the world and that's when I got in touch with Mary because I realised that maybe we're here for to help people realise not to be scared. So then we started sharing information to the public. We, up until this stage we didn't talk about it, it was just kept within the family. So once... I um, met with Mary, I started to unravel everything with her. So I mentioned in the beginning that your eight children have contact with these beings. In what way are they contacting them? Our eldest son, who's um, gone on his own way, he's broken away from the family, which is a repeat of the other realm in, in pretty much the same age range. Before he left home, he ran off in the paddocks. So he had uh, big encounters with the other, like, Egyptian ETs coming through and instructing him to go home or come with us. He had They, they gave him a choice. So he had physical contact on the ground with beings. Um, our little girls see them all the time. Sometimes they will see craft landing into the ground or into water and sometimes we'll be like walking in a shopping centre, the little one, Jeannie, will see people take their faces off and, and show them their real identity, whatever being that is, and then they go back to being... Um, we have another daughter who channels and draws them a lot. She's drawn like 300 beings, different species, and they all are from, she, she studies astronomy, so she's taught herself ancient astronomy, so she'll go out and map with her hands and talk to them where they are, what mm. galaxy, where they come from, or what direction Uh we have another daughter who's electrical. She communicates through electrical devices with them, which is very interesting on electrical storms. Uh, uh, we have our son who's a fisherman and he will have UFO contact when he's out fishing where he will have craft go right over him. And a lot of the time now, because of our our openness with it, a lot of the people that are with us are now sighting it with us, so it's not just now us seeing it. It's because they're used to our energy, they're open to it. But sometimes we'll be with someone and they will be with us and they can't see it. It'll be right in front of them, but they can't see it. Why is that? I believe that it's a frequency and that it's a lot to do with free will and if their frequency isn't ready to accept it, their frequency isn't, it will hurt their body. So the beings that we're encountering aren't here to harm us. They're here to acknowledge and share with us. They're not here to harm. Is your husband also experiencing beings? He experiences the craft more than anything. He sees the craft. But he comes along with us if we if we go and do um, clearings and groundings being requested from the beings. So they'll send us to a location that we've never heard of and it can be in the middle of nowhere and we'll do a grounding and a clearing and then within 
not even a couple of seconds or a minute, we will have a huge confirmation come through. Usually we have the white car people turn up. We always have Ooh, what is that? the white car people turn Why, up. Who are they? The white car people are interesting. It's always like the energy company or a government or we call them the alphabet cars. They have alphabet company names on their car and it's always one or three and they always usually have piercing blue eyes. And it it can be quite, um, especially if you're in the middle of nowhere with your family. Yeah. We're young. Our kids are young. <laughs> and we've just done a clearing at some sacred spot that we didn't know about. <laughs> and then these cars turn out out of nowhere. And we've now realized that it's a confirmation. It's not to make us feel alarmed. But at first it was. Uh, at first, all of this is quite um, alarming, but once you are calm with it, it changes. I'm glad that you mentioned it was alarming because I'm wondering if you ever had any fear of your children having all this contact. The ghosts one in the beginning were really a concern for me because they started becoming not just in the mirrors or uh, through electricity or water, but they actually started, we call them 3D, so they materialise and the kids were saying they're throwing things at us. And I'd say, what do you mean? They're throwing things in front of us to stop us from, to stop us taking the next step. So they would go out to the shed, the farm shed, and get horse gear and um, they would have like a saddle thing thrown on the ground in front of them, which is a heavy object to be thrown, right, or a glass would smash. And they said, Mum, they really want our attention. Can you come and talk to them? So I would have to find out who it is, what they are and what they needed and what what was required. We did have one that was like a black um dragon that the kids called charcoal <laughs> and they kept saying when we go out to close the chook pen up he sits on the the wire above us and he keeps swoop, swooping us and it's scary it it feels like um they're going to eat us or something <laughs> One night I was outside doing the horse drives with the girls and he swooped me and then swooped my daughter and I went, right, that's that's it. Now we're going to find out. So now I'm not afraid. Mother energy comes through. You're scaring my babies, but the horses aren't scared. So, again, coming back to the animals, the animals aren't scared. The animals are at peace. So this is not a dangerous being. So now I'm asking the being, who are you? What do you want? What does he need us to do? And we did clearings. We helped the being and then everything's at peace. Mm. But not only is it go to peace, then it goes to another higher level. We found like then more things present. Like how you were saying with the synchronicity, it just keeps, its expansion just keeps growing. So it was like they gave us testers Little, they give you like little testers because they don't want to scare you. So then, then you can handle the bigger things. And that's how we sort of evolved with it. So it, people say to me, well, we're going to come to your place so we can have an ET experience. And I said, well, that's great. But if your frequency isn't ready for it, it just won't present for you. Right. Because they don't want to harm you. Do you mind answering why your son broke from your family? I, I I don't understand why he broke from the family. Like he really broke from the like if if you had to stay crossover to the other side, that's what he's done. But I really I I felt that it, I knew Neff. We knew it was coming. When you say broke from the family, did he pack up and move to another city or are you saying, oh, he packed up and just moved away? Completely left and started everything that we sort of kept from him, meaning a clean lifestyle. 
it it sort of it just went like that. It flipped over. Oh, but he wanted so that. What was interesting was that they warned me that it will start with the leg, and I I knew what she meant when she said it will start with the leg. And his his knee, he completely popped his knee out, like complete the whole knee mm-hmm. came apart, and um, he was unable to walk. We did healing on him, and he healed himself as well with crystals and. Not through um, not through uh, operations or anything, which was a, a miraculous healing in itself. <laughs> but once I knew, once the leg happened, that there was going to be a breakaway. So I, I kind of knew, but I didn't want to say it either as a mum because I felt that if I was saying it out loud, then it would happen. Right. You know, intention and all that. Did he just pack up and leave one day without even telling you? Like you woke up and he was gone? He warned us that he was leaving when he turned of 18 in Australia or an adult at 18. And so uh, I, I said, look, we won't hold you till you're 18. If you, want, if you really want to go now, you can. So um, but he left on good terms with us. He left on good terms with us, even though he hasn't spoken to us since. But also, I believe in my heart that he's doing what his soul's journey is. So it's I, that gives me peace for him, and also communicating with Neff gives me peace as well because she keeps saying history is not what you think. It's completely not what you think. Do the beings that you communicate with, especially the ETs, have any messages for humanity? They continually tell me that uh, if you're not in a love energy, it's going to get trickier and trickier for your body to handle the energies coming in. And it's purely an endorphin thing. It's actually a chemical equation in your body. So it's important to have those endorphins running in your body so that you can handle the, the cycles about to, to, to unfold. Have they revealed to you when they're going to go into full disclosure so we can all see them? This one, they laugh because um, they're saying, well, you see us. And so if you see us, why can't they see you? Why can't? So then you have to share. So you share how you do it and you share through appreciation, you share through love. And it sounds sounds really corny, <laughs> it does, it sounds corny, but through um, compassion and love and kindness is how the uh, we can we can talk to rocks and we can talk to trees and we can talk to animals and we can communicate. Um, we have telepathy. We can speak to other people's bodies without even them saying a word. We can feel, you can feel other, you can feel the energy and everyone has their own spin on it. So everyone has their own way of doing it. I can't teach you my way, but I can show you that it's possible. So then, then you have to, then you have to go into yourself and find your way. But it is possible because I'm doing it and my eight-year-old's doing it and my my husband's doing it and my even my son who isn't talking to us is doing it. Mm-hmm. Even our, our boys in the family have sort of probably pushed it to the side a bit more. They're like, come on, Mom, really? All that spiritual stuff again? But... You know, that he'll be out fishing and he'll ring me and say, they just 
huge craft just going down and I was with my fishing buddies and they all saw it and they want to ask you questions and <laughs> what, who are they, where are they from. Yeah, so it's, it's so, so, for example, I would like to see crafts. How, what do I do? I need to do something to raise my frequency to be able to see them? So we've been... So I've been with Richard for 25 years. So in that 25 years, we've become healthier. We've stopped uh, factory foods as much as possible. We um, we feng shui the house so the house is in balance. We check for EMF cables and... Um, we make sure that the house's energy feels good. Uh, we, we meditate in the sun. Can you describe for us what some of the crafts look like? Some are orbs. Um, some are meteor-looking, like asteroids. Some are flashes. Um, some can be like a, a, a shadow, like a, a shadow of smoke. I had one with Richard the other night where it felt like smoke in the sky and then the whole thing moved <laughs> in one block. Uh, some can come really down low and uh, then they can uh, go small, like uh like atomize. Uh, we have a lot of, that are blue lights. Uh, we've had my son has well, my other son, our second son, he has to take the rubbish bin out on Thursdays, which is a one-kilometre drive down the driveway. So he has to go on the quad bike. And he had new lights that he was testing out for his boat, so he put them all around the quad bike and he went with Gigi to take the rubbish bin out. Well, they got followed by a craft mm. and the craft came right down and they said it was like a, um, a, a, three, a three-way sp- sprinkler that you see on the ground. From they said it came right, right down and then it started spinning, so then it looked like circular, but it was actually three, like a trisk line sort of shape. My son, my son, who kind of denies it a bit more, but he's not in communication with the beings like the girls are, he got really scared. But Gigi was excited because she's communicating with them telepathically, so... She's, she loves it. It still can be scary. Some show up as military, um, U.S. military. We've had U.S. military and Australian military. They'll turn up as black helicopters and then shapeshift into something else. They make it really obvious. Like, they make it so obvious to us and so many different ones that is that part of my story to share with others is that what is that what this is about so I have to share that there is that many different because people say oh are they greys or are they are they names like the the normal names you sort of hear but we we get that there's so as many different kinds of humans as there are, there's many different kinds of beings. So they show up, some show up as gases, some show up as celluloid sort of creatures. Uh, it, it's, it, there's just so many. There's not, it's not one type and it, it's just what you're ready for at that time. What do you think you and your family's purpose is at this time? Uh, as it keeps evolving, 
because it doesn't slow down. That's what I keep saying to Mary when I touch base with Mary. It doesn't slow down. And she said, well, how can it now? So when I meet other people um, on chat groups, I find that I, I, I can see their gifts really clearly, really clearly, um, and I can help them tell them their gifts maybe or just show them that they're already doing it. They've just got to do it more. <laughs> uh, and to show them to be courageous and, and brave at this time with the truth. Since you're in the photography business, do you have any photographs of them? We have like um, just viewer photos or sort of stuff. Um, but they seem to prefer us, the kids, to draw them. And one daughter, they won't. She actually has to tell them to wait, and and just because they continually ask her to draw, so they come in for a portrait. <laughs> so it's very in, entertaining, and they and they have you can when you look at the drawings that the girls have drawn you can feel the frequency of each drawing. And these these beings that have come through, they have helped us with healing, um, helped us with broken bones, uh, they've showed us. So a lot of people I've heard talk about med beds and things like that, they've shown us how to do that in our own bodies. Last year I broke my back, and they showed me how to heal that. Do you or your children have any multidimensional abilities? The youngest girls can hear, um, we call them sirens. We can hear beings under the water. So the two youngest can hear their calling under the water, and they will be, uh, if they acknowledge the the call of the sirens that will talk to them and ask them what their message is and then the sirens always give them a crystal so our girls are like geologists they come up from the creek with huge agates or hematite diamonds or pyrite mm -hmm. or um rocks that have water stored in them that's from billions of years ago. They get gifts. Mm. And then the girls will come up and tell me, we have to go and do this. So we'll have to go and do a clearing on a waterway. Or The girls will go out at night on a clear night and they will call in a craft. And a craft usually presents within five minutes usually. They don't know exactly which way, but uh, one daughter can ask them to present in a certain uh, direction. So she'll say, I want you to present in the north and then it will, it will present. Uh, and sometimes they, they, they can be like an asteroid. Sometimes it can be a meteor, but sometimes it will come straight into their face. So it will be a light coming towards them which they love, <laughs> it's like their entertainment and through their enjoyment of it, you can see it's like the beings get off on the excitement of it so then they present more because they know we're not scared. <laughs> so it becomes child play and I think that's what our family is supposed to show is that being more connected with your inner child, being more playful and it will present for you because we've become so serious. <laughs> Everyone's so serious. Are your children aware of their past lives? They are aware of their past lives. We have the two youngest. None of our family have met their grandparents. Not, not, not very. I think the eldest one has, but they can't really remember their grandparents. But my father's Egyptian and the two youngest just started picking up Arabic 
and speaking Arabic. So not only do they write it, they speak it and draw it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they taught themselves this. The uh, youngest one, she studies hieroglyphs. Now, I have not asked them to do any of this. They've just done it because they liked the drawing. They loved the, the shapes of it. They were attracted to it. Uh, it's not a language that's easy to get your tongue around either. So, Is your father currently living in Egypt? I don't know even if my father is alive. Huh. Yeah. We, um, our fam, there's only us, the 10 of us. That's it. That's the only family we are in communication with. So Richard doesn't have any on his side. We don't know if Richard's mother's alive or not. Can you tell us how everyone has beings living with inside them? So if we can connect to a tree or a crystal, or a rock, or a cloud, or a past moment, then the beings that are inside us are germs and parasites is what their names or their labels are, but they are beings. Now, some of them might have um, other agendas that, that I think people call them nanobots, so there's that type. Then you have um, just normal worms and parasites, but all these beings have feelings. Now, if you have too many that are stored in your body, then they have feelings that affect your decision-making. So we went through quite a big process of cleaning a lot of the parasites out. Now, not all parasites are a bad thing um but they do interfere with your decision making because they're around your spleen and your stomach usually that's where they like to hang out now when (laughs) i was speaking to a lady yesterday and she said that when you get rid of parasites you can get quite upset you can get irritable you can get angry and i i brought up well the reason that you're going through those emotions is because those beings like you. They actually, you're the host, you're their friend, you're their world, and now you're getting rid of them so they don't want to go. So they'll make you crave more. They'll make you, uh, if, you if you've got a sugar addiction, they'll make you want sugar more. They do not want to leave. And it's, it's a sad process. So it can be a exhausting process as well when you when you um, get rid of those beings inside you because you're so used to having their energy in there and then they go. So it's like an ending. Mm-hmm. And the example that I have for people is that in the beginning of all the lockdowns, I kept saying to my husband, he had a, a cyst on the back of his neck here. It, it, he's had it since he had a uh, big motorbike accident mm-hmm. when he was 18. And I said, you've got to get rid of it. You've got to get rid of it. And I had, then I, I was like, you have to get rid of that now. You have to get rid of it. It was like this big urge to get rid of it anyway. There was a window opening and he went in for surgery to get it. So he's, it's uh, elective surgery, so he's awake for it. The kids asked me to film it, which I was like, this is, it's, okay, we'll see how we go. So as I'm filming it and they're taking, the doctor cuts the sister, he goes, oh, it's quite bigger than I thought it was. Do you want to come and take a photo of it? As I went closer to take a photo of it, I could hear screaming. Like a, and I thought, is this Richard's inner child screaming from the pain that he's in? And then I realized it was a separate frequency. It wasn't his frequency. So the screaming is from the cyst. So I'm hearing the cyst. So this cyst is a living creature inside Richard, now dying. Then I heard another noise, another echo, 
And I was like, what's this noise? And then the doctor said, there's another cyst behind it. Mm. So now I'm hearing two screams. And so he took the other cyst out. And I looked at the cysts and um, I, all I really wanted to do was bury them. I felt so sad. I actually felt a sadness come over me. And But in Australia they take them for biopsy, so we weren't allowed to have them. So I've got photos of it all. <laughs> they were quite big. They were bigger than a marble. As Richard walked out the surgery, I said to him, how do you feel? And he says, I feel empty and I feel more of me. So he felt like something had left him, like that was in his train of thought. And, and ever since then I keep hearing similar stories about people with parasites and they, they, their personalities change when they go. So that's why I say to people, you already have things inside you. Do you think it's possible that you have an alien implant inside of you? No. But I believe that when I was up in the craft that they were not only were they downloading uh, more information into me, they were also up downloading the information from me into their beingness. I don't believe I have any um, any remotes in me at all. I don't. I feel I have. We did have our children, which is synchronicity again. A friend got us in touch with Preston. Preston Dennett. Mm -hmm. I know him, and he. the day that I got in touch with him, our boy and our little girl had tooth things come out and they were like little triangles and all of them had the same thing. And then I read the only article that I kind of zoomed in on Preston was that they had implants in their teeth and I showed it to the the kids and they were like, that's exactly that's what we had. At the same time that I'm communicating with him, so but that that's probably the closest implant thing. So we had three. So we had the youngest girl and the two boys. What do you see happening in your future? Just a, a clean way of living, and and just sharing this information and also the new information that prevails, so that people if as crazy as everything might sound, it's it's happening to us. And it's not just stopping, it keeps happening as as the kids get older as well. It's happening to them separately. It it's okay if your kids are connecting with ETs, not to shut them down. Um but if if you're living in a good, healthy space and you're clean living and you're in kindness and compassion, then you, you, you'll be okay. It's like the frequency protects mm-hmm. you. What is your message for humanity? Well, the first message is well done because you're here. <laughs> We're here and you're, you're, your heart's beating and I, I say to everyone, you're, you're, everyone's a star of their own show and you have to spin your own spin. You have to spin your own orbit and, you, and you're here to illuminate others. So if, if I can illuminate someone else, then that will, it's, it's contagious. It keeps going and going and going. After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you and ask you questions. Are you open to that? And if so, how should they reach you? At the moment, because we've only opened up since Christmas, uh, we are connecting with people and we're responding to emails as best as we can. We feel that everyone that crosses our path crosses our path for a reason. Um, And 
we're open to, to questions at this stage. Uh, also, <laughs> there's eight kids and a farm life, so <laughs> it gets keeping up. We, we still do our surfing and farm things, so, but we say people just, you can send us through now through the website. Mm-hmm. What is your website? Our website is uh, spinbeans.com and soon there will be um, a section on there that will have the ETs so you'll be able to go in and start meeting the ETs and seeing each one's frequency, message, where they're from, what their message is here and we feel that that will possibly uh, ignite a lot of people like they will connect they'll go oh I met I've met that being or I feel familiar with that being and then it will assist them in some do you think ETs and angels are the same thing yes I also think fairies pixies goblins they're all the same they're all they're not they're not the same thing but they're all so you have the ones that are out of world but then you have the ones that are grounded here um oh we um we I, the girls just had which we connected with Steve strong about this last month is that they had uh, huge foot footprints on the land so 50 centimeter footprints on the land so we have giant ones connecting with us as well so <laughs> So are they ETs? I I believe that you have the beings that are here on Earth, and then you have the 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 ETs that are from other planets, and but they seem to all interlink with each other. Some they all know about each other. It's like we're the ones that are got to get reconnected. Mm-hmm. You have a YouTube channel. What is the name of that? The YouTube is Spin Beings. Same thing. So spin. S-P-I-N, and then beings at the end. We call them beings because they're all beings like like right. us. Yeah. How did you come up with the name spin beings? Well, one, because I believe we're all our own orbit, and uh, I'll say each day I spin to connect with Earth. Uh, it also helps with um, when you go out on the boat you don't get seasickness when you spin a lot. So every day I spin. So when I go out on the boat, I don't get seasickness. I got to try Something that. Something about connecting. It, it's amazing. I, I, whenever the kids get sick on the boat, I'm like, you haven't been spinning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to do your daily spins. Before we finish up, can you give us one last positive message? I would love everyone to feel this great. Uh, even in hard times, we feel good. And we have been going through some really hard times. At, we've just been through the Lismore floods here. So that was us. We right in the middle of it. <laughs> uh, we have gone through financial crisis. We've gone through many tricky things. and But in that, we still feel good. We still see the good of the event or the lesson. So how can I assist others who don't know where to begin, start at lying on the ground, being in the sun for 15 minutes each day, drinking water, having salt, like good sea salt, having um, oils in your body so that you are able to connect with these beings. And they will come. They will come. And assist you if your heart is open to and and if you're open to wanting to 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 connect, they will. They 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 just do. They want to connect with us, and they'll they they'll show very subtle signs. But if you you have to treat the subtle signs with um, kindness and. You have to acknowledge the subtle signs first, mm. otherwise they won't keep growing. So you have to be in appreciation and acknowledgement and start realising that every day right in front of you, 
in your day-to-day, like when you're at the shops or when you're walking down the street, there are little tiny miracles happening right in front of you all the time. And the more that you appreciate them, then the more they start to go, oh, so the universe can show you more. So you're accepting, then the universe will show you more and you become more accepting so the universe will show you more and then it just keeps expanding. So they start little to lift your frequency and then they, they, they're they assisting you, lifting your frequency, but your first free will has to say yes first because if the free will doesn't say yes, they're not allowed to come in <laughs> into fear. All right, Elsa, thank you for that message and thank you for joining us today and sharing your family and sharing your family's life and experience with us. I really appreciate you and I wish you guys the best. Thank you for having us. It's been fun.